Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is, and always will be, our top priority. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus, built with the zero landfill promise. All waste is recycled or reused. With more at PrestigeSubaru.com. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, an award-winning tour showcasing Asheville's spectacular rooftop views and fascinating city history. Enjoy handcrafted drinks and delicious food with reserved seating and transportation included. Visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. RomanticAsheville.com. Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. And by Home Trust Bank. Dream travel requires smart financial planning. Get ready for what's next with a local banking partner you can trust. Dream big with Home Trust Bank. Visit htb.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball. Welcome to Speaking of Travel. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and on all your favorite podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app, Buzzsprout, Pandora, and Amazon. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news, helpful tips, and links to stories from visionaries who are committed to promoting the growth of their community as a whole. Today we're exploring something that's pretty unknown to most people. My guest today is Michelle Lazan, Executive Director of Arms Around ASD, a nonprofit center providing holistic therapies for people on the autism spectrum, their families, their caregivers, and the professionals who work with them. And Michelle, it is so great to have you here on Speaking of Travel because this is really a journey and an exploration that hasn't been talked about a lot, and you are right in the midst of doing it. Let's talk a little bit about how this idea even came to you. Well, Marilyn, first, it is a pleasure to uh, be on your podcast, and I thank you. It's uh, really an honor. Um, so, yeah, how did this idea come to me? Um, I always say the same thing. I wish I had some super sexy story to tell you about it, but I don't. Um, years and years ago, I was babysitting a friend's child and um he uh he is nonverbal and he had never been watched had a babysitter uh that uh sat for him outside of his home so he was at my house and that particular weekend i had a little dog with me from 
um, uh, a rescue and the dog was going to her forever home on Monday, but uh, she just really couldn't stand being in a kennel. So I took her home and I had both the boy and the dog and we were just hanging out and doing things. And the boy was uh, just uh, doing something called stimming, which is a self-stimulating behavior meaning he was calming, actually calming himself down by throwing pillows. And the dog was very interested in the boy. And she was sitting at one end of the room and he was sitting at the other. And she kept scooching closer to him as dogs do. And at one point she was right under his feet. He was sitting on the couch. And as soon as he stopped throwing his pillows, she took that opportunity to jump up and curl up by him. And it was the sweetest thing I'd ever seen. And there was no encouragement. I didn't encourage her to do that. He didn't encourage her to do that. And he never reached out and touched her, but she had made a connection with him. She wanted to be next to him. And I thought, oh, how wonderful this is. And, you know, after listening to his mom and his dad talk about services that were missing in the community and things that they needed. I thought, you know, I know a lot of people and I can make something happen. And I love this idea of this whole dog thing. Like we need to have some animal therapy and, you know, certainly things have changed since that little interaction in how Arms Around ASD, formerly known as Pause on ASD, has progressed as, as an organization. But that is how it all started, with that boy and that dog and that family. And you had, at that point, really no backstory, background in this at all? No, none at all. I have a cousin who's about 12 years older than I am. Uh, who lives in Chicago. He's uh, an ER doctor and uh, he is autistic. But other than that, I have no super close family members, but lots of family friends who are autistic themselves or have autistic children. Well, you know, it seems like for so long, uh, People didn't understand really what autism was about. They, I don't know that there was really a definition of it, certainly not mainstreamed, that people recognized, oh, I know somebody, or uh, yeah, that makes sense that these behaviors equal this, uh, what this is. So how did you go from that approach, oh, I know people, there's something I can do, to actually creating this nonprofit here in Asheville, North Carolina, uh, creating a mission statement, you know, really making a commitment that I am going to do this. Right. Well, I guess that whole situation simmered for about a year. And I just, I kept thinking about it and that interaction. And I was working in the, uh, dog rescue or animal rescue community. I was, <laughs> I was working as a volunteer groomer 
for Animal Compassion Network. And, you know, I met a bunch of people there and just, you know, just people in my life in general. And I thought, you know, I, I started to do some research. And the first thing that popped up was massage for kids on the spectrum. And I have um, a really good friend, Bonnie Fenton, who is a massage therapist. And I called her and I said, you know, what do you think about this? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing this thing. And, you know, are you in? And she said, yes, I'm in. And the crazy thing was every single person that I approached, I thought, you know, I was going to get a lot of, yeah, okay, you, well, you do you. But no, what I got was, yeah, this sounds great. Let's do it. And with no money and no place to work out of other than my home, I, <laughs> I just created this space for people. And at the time, to be fair, I thought, oh, we're going to have, it's going to be all about kids and their parents. And that's a little bit different because nobody really includes the parents. And, but what I kept seeing was parents and caregivers and professionals, you know, who work with autistic folks and kids that were like middle school and up. So what happens is children get the majority of their services through school. And then they're hooked up through other to or other organizations that way. But what happens in middle school is that services start to melt away. And by the time people are adults, there's really not a lot for them. And so by connecting with families in the autism community, I was able to find, well, really all of the other stuff that's available and out there and connect that to Arms Around ASD. And then also to, by word of mouth, really, people would contact me and say, you know, I do this, whatever this might've been. Um, and I would like to do this for you. And so all of it really happened rather organically, whether it was um, Tai Chi or some sort of meditation or yoga, whatever it was, people came to me and said, you know, I'd like to offer this as a volunteer for your organization. Well, I would imagine that the time was right. Don't you think, Michelle, that the 100%. time was right? Absolutely. And from what I've heard since, other people have tried to do this, but have not been successful. And, and I think it was exactly what you just said. I hit it right when the time was right. I don't think there's anything special about me. I think I just got really lucky. And the universe aligned and all of these people were like, yeah, I was looking to do something. So one of my first volunteers 
was somebody that you also know, Sarah Thomas, and she is an amazing acupuncturist. And she said, you know, I'd really like to do this for your organization. I haven't really found a good fit for volunteering. And I thought, oh, well, yeah, you you know, so I think that people have tried to do whatever it is, like, you know, my volunteers have tried in different capacities to do different things. And the organizations just, you know, didn't fit with them. I I think my loosey goosey attitude (laughs) attracts people. Well, and I also think the people that you're serving are attracting the people. I think you're absolutely right. I, my husband has pointed out that he has never met more interesting people than our community of autistic folks. They are filled with joy and love and the most wonderful quirks. And it is an honor, a pleasure to be with them and to provide these services for them. And provide the services for you as well to be able to have this community. That's such, that's such a beautiful part of it is that the collaboration, the partnership, the uh, this, I feel like the law of attraction that's bringing everybody together is really the as you had said, organic, it's grassroots. This is how the uh, grassroots organizations build community. And it's become something of a lost art in a way. It's You're rein, reintroducing that concept in a way that is going to affect people forever. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um I, I joke that we, that in terms of fundraising, we're the Bernie Sanders of fundraising uh, in that, uh, you know, we, we, we take in like little amounts of money from lots of people. We don't have the base that Bernie does, but, uh, but you know, he's very grassroots in a way that so many are, are not, but yes. Well, as we, Go to break, Michelle. Let's um, let everybody know how they can get more information so that uh, as we move deeper into what your mission is and, and how people can get involved, how can people get in touch with you right now? Great question. So you can call us at the office or email us, and all of that information is on our website at www.armsaroundasd.org. Just to make sure that everybody knows what ASD is, let's let's say that. Autism Spectrum Disorder. So Arms Around ASD is... Autism Spectrum Disorder. And then you were also going to give another site, another link? Well, yes, besides the website... Uh, where you can find all of our phone numbers, et cetera. And, but you can reach us uh, via email at 
armsaroundasd at gmail.com. Super easy. And I want to make sure that everybody knows that you are now located, your facility, and I want to make sure that everybody recognizes that from the beginning you were working out of your home, and now you are at the Asheville Mall. We are. And this, the mall experience is something I never expected. First of all, they have uh, welcomed us with open arms and we have tons of space, which I think we'll get into when I talk about, you know, what we're doing here and what we've got going on. Well, you have a lot going on, Michelle, and I'm excited. So when we come back from the break, we're going to find out everything that is going on over there with Michelle and Arms Around ASD right there at the Asheville Mall. So this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. Stay tuned. I'm here with Michelle Lazan, the Executive Director of Arms Around ASD, and we'll be right back. Hi, Michelle here. I want to tell you about this really cool retail space in downtown Asheville called Madam Clutterbucket's Neurodiverse Universe. Madam Clutterbucket sells eclectic gifts and retro decor, as well as a handful of brands that are produced and created by people with disabilities from hot sauce to earrings. Madam Clutterbucket spreads awareness of the abilities of neurodiverse adults and helps to decrease workplace limitation stigma by creating employment opportunities with on-site work support, including job coaching and a safe and accommodating atmosphere so their employees' abilities, rather than disabilities, are recognized. Neurodiversity makes our community stronger. When visiting Madam Clutterbuckets, you'll come for the vintage, but stay for the community. Fly me to the moon let me play among the stars and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here talking with my guest, Michelle Azan. She's the executive director of Arms Around ASD which is a nonprofit center, and they provide all kinds of holistic therapies for people who are on the autism spectrum, their families, their caregivers, and the professionals who work with them. And Michelle, it is so wonderful to hear that this journey uh, and exploration continues because there are so many people who are getting on board with you. Absolutely. Uh as you just said when we were talking, um, every day is a school day. You know, we're we're all learning about each other and learning about autism every single day. It's definitely something that really was not mainstream until I would say even fairly recently. You know, I don't know how you would put a quote unquote around that, but it seems to me that autism was something people just didn't talk about. I think that's true. I look back on my school days now, uh, you know, and that was a very long time ago, and think about students that perhaps were pulled out or labeled something and 
thinking back, I realized that those students uh, are, were autistic. So you're right. People really didn't talk about it. I think even now there's a concern that people just don't understand and parents or people on the spectrum themselves maybe limit what they do out in the world because they don't want to be judged or, you know, stigmatized. And you've created uh, a really safe place, uh, a community for people to embrace their their authentic being. Let's talk a little bit about that and how this new location at the Asheville Mall has really opened up a, a place for people to come and, and all be connected. Absolutely, Marilyn. So the Asheville Mall has long since been a destination for people on the spectrum uh, and developmental disabilities to go hang out. Um, they can walk around, they can look at stores, but now we have this space that embraces everyone, no matter what. And one of the really cool things is that we have a sensory room so that if people get overstimulated while they're in our space or at the mall or, you know, close by, they know that they can just come in, breeze right past the person at the front desk because they know where it is and just go to the back and have some time, take a beat. You know, um, somebody uh, came in the other day. People are always amazed. They think that we're just a little retail space. And I have to explain, no, you know, we're, we're a nonprofit providing 30 services for people on the spectrum and their families and caregivers and professionals who work with them. And, we, you know, so, yeah, you're looking at this one tiny little retail area but let's take you behind the door into this, you know, huge space of offices and treatment rooms and our studio space and back to the sensory room. And this young woman walked behind the curtain to the sensory room and just let out a breath and said, the lighting in here is so good. <laughs> And it, it is, it's just a very calming space. You've created a, a safe space where, where everybody can feel comfortable. And when you talk about all these services that you, uh, that you have there, Michelle, let's talk a little bit about that. You talked about your volunteers and you've got people who want to come on board, but these are some pretty awesome uh, services that you provide. Let's talk about that. We do. First, let me let me say that the mission of Arms Around ASD is to support the autism community through self-care and development of executive functioning skills, promoting the growth of the community as a whole. So we do focus specifically on self-care and development of executive functioning skills. So those 30 services that we provide, 
they are a combination. Like just, just as an example, um, all of our dance classes. So we have dance fitness, Zumba, uh, hula, move your body, belly dancing. That's just in the dance category. Okay. And all of those classes help uh, hone executive functioning skills. But for many people, they are also a means of self-care. Uh, you and I met in uh, Taekwondo. And that is, you know, that is exercise. But again, that helps develop our executive functioning skills. So you and I both know the importance of exercise, you know, in terms of self-care, just, you know, from that perspective. So, so, you know, we're talking about like movement classes, you know, and meditation, yoga, Tai Chi, all of that stuff, again, development of executive functioning skills. But what about just living in this world as a, as a person, you know, we all know this is not easy. And then add to it a neuroprocessing disorder. You know, you, you got to take time to renew, to fill your cup, what, you know, whatever you, cliche you want to use. And we offer things like massage and cranial sacral and reflexology and acupuncture and all of the energy work. This is Asheville. So Reiki, healing touch, Jory, on and on. All of those things are, you know, goodies for the soul and help us to be the best person we can be. I often tell parents, if you're not taking care of yourself, you are not able to take care of your family members. You have to take time for yourself. You know, um, I, I did a presentation once on self-care and um, I have this slide of a phone on, you know, the red bar, you know, like close to out of um, battery life. And it's like, we never let that happen to our phones. We need to never let that happen to our bodies. We never need to get to red. <laughs> well, that's a good way to put it. And I just can't help but think, Michelle, that throughout these uh, connections, bringing the people and, and having them uh, be able to have all of these services, uh, let's talk a little bit about what you have seen, what kind of growth you have seen since you've had uh, th this opportunity, this grassroots opportunity to see how people are in this type of community. Um, I, I want to talk about one particular person. I mean, I could give you lots and lots of examples, but I think, and um, I have been allowed to use her name uh, by both her and her mother. So uh, I don't want anybody to think that I'm breaking any confidentiality. So we have a young woman, uh, her name is Trinity, and she has been 
uh, involved with Arms Around ASD since the basement, as I like to call it, since we were working out of my house. And she is uh, truly extraordinary in her desire to learn everything about everything. <laughs> she wants to do every class and be involved in, you know, all the things. So Trinity realized pretty early on that she did not like massage for herself, but she loves to give massage. So she decided that after she graduated from high school, that she was going to apply to the um, uh, massage program at AB Tech. And uh, it was not easy for her to get in. Uh, uh, when they asked her in her interview, why do you think you'd be a good massage therapist? She said, because I have very strong hands. <laughs> and they, they were both delighted and a little surprised by her, her answer, but it, that's, that's just typical Trinity. I mean, she's, you know, she knows what her strengths are and her strengths is in her hands. But anyway, so she, um, she I, I guess the program is divided into three parts. And so she did the first part and when it came to taking the test, so she never missed a day of class. And this involved, she has a, um, a job at Mission Hospital. And so she would have to change her clothes and run over to class and then take the class and run back and finish her shift. And, you know, so she really put a lot into, into doing this. And she took the, um, the, the test, the evaluation at the end of the uh, first part of this program. And I think she was one point off from passing. You know, written exams are very difficult for her. And it, it, she, um, she spent the summer, you know, so they couldn't let her continue forward. So basically she has to go back and redo that first part. And they want very much to accommodate that, but she has to go through the interview process, et cetera, but she, she is such a hard worker. She spent the summer working on terminology in anatomy because that was, you know, the sticking point for her. Uh, and that's difficult for anybody. But my point being that, you know, she has come here, she has worked so hard at, all through the pandemic she made sure that she continued doing things that would pave the road to success for her, whether it be at arms around ASD through our virtual means or through uh, things that she found online. And um, she, she is truly a success story. Even though there were some stumbling blocks, she continues to move forward and she will finish this program. Well, having the support, the encouragement, the community 
around her is such a beautiful thing. And what you're doing is such a beautiful thing, Michelle. And, uh, and it is a journey. It being able to, uh, create this space to create this community for people is really just such a, uh, a gift. And I want to make sure that people know how they can get involved. How can we get involved and be a part of this community too? Because like you said, it's an honor to be a part of it. We want to be honored as well. So how can we get involved? What do you need? We need everything. (laughs) So now that we have this big, beautiful space, we're always looking for volunteers who can bring whatever to the table, whether it's art or music therapy, massage. What is it that you do that you can connect with our clients? I, I, you know, a couple of years ago, I had this lovely woman come and do something called acutonics, which was nothing I had ever heard of, but it basically involves tuning forks and frequencies in your body. And I thought, okay, what is this woo woo? And she had me snoring on the table and I am not somebody who relaxes. I have never felt anything like this and it was wonderful. And then she moved to Durham and we lost her and So if anybody does acutonics, we would love to have you. Uh, But, you know, uh, you can contact us. Um, Our phone number is, what is our phone number? You know what? You can call my personal number, which is 828-775-8622. And I would be delighted to talk to you about volunteer opportunities or go to our website at www dot arms around ASD dot org and go to the contact page and you'll find all of the phone numbers and all of the email addresses. And stop by the Asheville Mall. You're right oh, down there across from H&M. It's easy to get there. Once you walk in, you've got opportunities to purchase some great outfits or artwork or jewelry. You've just got such a lovely space as you walk in. There's always somebody to greet you and then they can connect with you and and have a little tour and and be a be a part of the community. And if I could also just say like a few quick things. First of all, all of our service providers are volunteers. We have like 75 volunteers working um, and that includes myself. We're all volunteers. We are funded by the generosity of our community, by donations. Every once in a while, we get a a grant, but the majority of our funding comes from donations and our fundraisers that we do. And starting November 1st, we are um, doing an an online auction. It runs for two weeks, uh, November 1st through the 15th. And if you go to our website, there's a link to click on to see all the fabulous stuff. I mean, we have like 130 items, uh, you know, just in time for the holiday season. And keep in mind, no supply chain issues here Uh, (laughs) or at our store. Lots of unique items, gift certificates, art, et cetera. 
I think that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. So um, as you know, we're always, you know, you asked, what do we need? And I said, we need all the things. And, you know, one of them is funding. So keep in mind that grants pay for things and programs, but our programming is free because everybody's a volunteer, you know, but we still have overhead. We still have rent to pay and, we, uh, we do have two contract employees that work our front desk. So, you know, yeah, I'm putting a call out for not only volunteers, but, you know, donations. Absolutely. Well, I can't think of anything that would be more satisfying than to be able to contribute to being a part of this community. And Michelle, I just want to thank you so much for for doing what you do and and a big shout out to all your team and your volunteers who are who are creating something that is really going to be the future. This is what the future is looking like and let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Yeah, I am so glad to be on the ground floor of this future and my our volunteers are the best. Well, Michelle, thank you again for for being here on Speaking of Travel. We definitely are going to want to get out there. And uh, I love the idea of of local, by local, by people who are who are so artistic and creative and and have something that can be shared with your friends, your family and your loved ones. So thank you again for all you do. We'll look forward to doing this again and catching up and finding out what's going on. Thank you, Marilyn. It has been my pleasure. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. I've been here with Michelle Lazan, Executive Director of Arms Around ASD. I really hope that as you move forward through the week and the months ahead that you go over to the Asheville Mall, meet Michelle and her team, and and contribute to this community. It is It's a wonderful way to get involved, and that's something that we all need moving forward. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. 